everybody can just call me Fraser Crane because I've got egg all over my face. Uh, baby, I feel the blues are calling. Toss salad and scrambled egg. Mercy. <laughs> so not only did I just totally get the Bigfoot thing wrong last week, but Correct. I said that this show is so over two-on-one dates, uh-huh. and the producers listened to this podcast mm-hmm. and responded by putting a two-on-one on this week's episode. So I guess we're just done with two-on-ones? Uh, not so quick, Ryan. No, no, fair. I just think that um, Aaron and Braden would have made a better two-on-one. I disagree. Oh, okay. Alright, let's hear it. Uh, I actually think it's more interesting when it has a little substance to it i also get as like a narrative you know uh tool when there's just two people that are that clearly hate each other sure. i believe yeah. we got a two-on-one date with genevieve at one point yeah right was that the one where somebody what's oh taylor followed like the person emotional to, like, yeah, emotional intelligence taylor, taylor yeah. yes yeah so I'm not, I'm not saying that there's not a place for that kind of two-on-one but I do like it when it's kind of like, eh, I don't really like either one of you enough to give you a one-on-one. Let's figure this out. I think clearly, I mean, we can talk about this as the podcast goes on, but the only mistake I would say she made was letting them both stay for another day. Like, cut the riffraff. Right, get rid of them. And I mean, if you can't decide at the end of that two-on-one, that's the decision. I mean, that's what yeah. you've always said. Sometimes... Indecision is a decision. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. It just wasn't all that exciting. I mean, the Cajun really made the date. I'd like to say I disagree with that statement that sometimes indecision is a decision. But in the case of a show like this, it has to be. Yes. Yeah, well, she clearly doesn't care. And she has four guys. That she likes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Sean, well, we'll get to it. You want to, should we start at the beginning? Apparently you have a whole bunch of uh, shout outs that you need to get to. So many shout outs. Let's do it Julia Andrews style. <laughs> what is, what's Julia Andrews Let's start style? at the very beginning. Oh, a very Julie good place Andrews. to start. Yeah. Julia Andrews. Julia Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of Julia Her Andrews. Her friends call her Julie. <laughs> <laughs> That's Julie to you. Uh, yeah, so the Gmail is blowing up, guys. The lesson is if you act desperate I, and pathetic enough. I'd like to wager a guess on how many emails you got because I have no idea. So okay. I want to guess what constitutes quote unquote blowing up. Okay, guess. Give me an over under. Over. Jake will like this. Over under. Four. Get ready for your moo bombs, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I want to say over, but I feel like you're so desperate. That it's just, God, that's so sad if it's under. Uh, okay, over. Under. <laughs> but, but look at it this way. This is an infinite increase from the amount of yeah. emails that we've gotten before. Yeah, that's on me. It's, I should have known that it's you were that. Three. It's three emails, but imagine <laughs> my delight when we got zero emails and now we've gotten three wonderful emails. Yeah, it's like Christmas. I know it's a big In fun your pants. surprise. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, anyways, let's let's hit these. So we got Tofu Gestapo saying that MMB, notably she did not say MMBT for Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, is a hundred percent ska. Well, I'd like 100%. to counter that with a Instagram message from Bridge who says Mighty Mighty Boss Fox are not ska, <laughs> and she put not in all caps. Ooh, interesting. So, so two super fans of the pod, Tofu Gestapo and Bridge, have very different opinions about the Mighty Mighty Boss tones being ska. Bridge said old Gwen Stefani is ska. I, I just like to say the pharmaceutical bandits still rip i uh mentioned no doubt last week yeah you did you did yeah. i didn't get any any shout outs from farmheads <laughs> <laughs> from bandit boys i can't believe that the, all the farmheads that listen to this podcast out in cali well, you know me us. i'm always i've got my pulse on the underground music <laughs> scene so it says anna please find it in your hot boston accent for you to forgive me but 100 percent skull wow. so that's Tofu Gestapo. Then we've got Aim Dame mm-hmm. saying, "Be sure to watch the tail end of the show, which she knows I don't care to do." It was the the bit where the guy was pacing back and forth between the suitcases, waiting to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she for says, the call "Waiting from for the Jesse. call." Yes, I would like it if instead of just dragging it out, they blew up the suitcase. Yeah, of the I was person. actually thinking the yeah. same thing. Right, yeah. like something Light, much more just dramatic. Like light it on fire. Yeah, like throw it off the balcony or something. <laughs> um, she says, "Also, my recording cut off shortly before the very end of that. Can you please recap what Jesse says on the phone? He says something like." Do not pull the suitcases. He's like, she's not giving out a rose tonight. Do not. I repeat, do not. <laughs> code red, code <laughs> red. Do not pull the suitcases. Now, speaking of Jesse, Emily B sent a very concise Gmail that just says, well, the, the tagline is very important message. And the message is, where was Jesse tonight? Uh, he was clearly on Bourbon Street. <laughs> he was throwing yeah, out beads on Bourbon true. Street. Yeah, he was literally phoning it in. <laughs> you know, was it bad that I didn't even notice until we got this message I that didn't he either. wasn't on this show? Uh, I didn't either, but I do feel like every season we get maybe a few episodes where Jesse takes a little bit of a step back. Yeah, sure. But, but it's but true that he's rarely just never there. Just absent. Just I guess... Like charity into the like into i feel like he didn't explain any of the dates like right. it was all on her they just sent her out to the bayou by herself yep out to do some frog gigging <laughs> well they didn't have the final rose ceremony so that's one reason that he was absent. that's true um because he would have done still, that. that felt weird to me and i wonder if they like made her do it that way because jesse was at some sort of like fat farm or something (laughs) he was drying out (laughs) well what i'm thinking is that because and we're just all over the board but that's okay it's Mm -hmm. a it's a non-linear approach to Mm -hmm. the show um because there was only one rose left to give like why do a rose ceremony like it's either xavier gets it or he doesn't get it i would love the cruelty of a rose (laughs) ceremony where jesse just comes in and is like that's all the roses that are being handed out tonight. <laughs> uh, Xavier, Xavier, please say your goodbyes. That would be like make him get all dressed up yeah. and like have the cocktail party and everything. Well, they could have made her had a rose ceremony with just one. 
And then it would be between Sean. I guess they couldn't do that after she Sean sent, came and talked yeah, to Yeah, she it. sent yeah, Sean home. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, all right. Yeah. yeah all I right. mean, it would have been literally Xavier standing there and her being like. I mean, the show is see. the show. I uh, like being able to shake it up a little bit. We'll get to it. We'll get to do it. Do you? I feel like historically that's not true. <laughs> you, uh, historically, people know that I'm super loosey-goosey. Yeah, and the loosest goose over here. I am very loose. As, as loose as that compost you've got going in your driveway. Yeah. Oh, Rangers helping tumble. Everybody's a bit. taking a tumble. <laughs> Everybody's taking a spin. All right. What do you have? Shout out. Well, I also have a shout out to Tofu Gestapo. So don't get all high and mighty. Oh, thinking... she's playing us both. Yep. Well done, Tofu Gestapo. Correct. She said, please keep the banter up because I'm not watching this season. Uh, she said she's all in on the Golden Bachelor, um, but please feel free to keep talking about shit outside of the show because I haven't been interested in the show in a very long time. I assume you mean my tales from high school. <laughs> Everyone enjoys that. <laughs> I do think that's what she's talking about. And frankly, mm-hmm. we do feel free, clearly, to talk about anything but this program. We are nine minutes deep. Well, I guess we actually have been talking about this show. Yeah, so. no, we have. Yeah. So, but we'll banter a little extra for you, Tofu Gestapo, even though you sent that to the Instagram. Um, Sarah, our listener who sent us a couple of messages, says that she's excited to let us know what PB is as a San Diegan. Ooh. Uh, it's a neighborhood called Pacific Beach. Someone else also told us that maybe bridge oh yeah pb is pacific beach um so it's pacific beach it's difficult to soberly drive down the main drag because drunk 20 somethings often wander into traffic during sunday fun day she says so brayden was saying meet me in pb like I'm not going to fight you on camera, but come to this trashy beach town full Ah. of lost boys, and we'll sort this out like real assholes. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. I love this kind of insider information from Mm -hmm. our listeners. Mm -hmm. I love that. Like how our listener, Tofu Gestapo, confirmed that Mighty Mighty Boston's a ska. Like, it's just nice to have our expert I listeners. I mean, we're, now we're a podcast divided. <laughs> I feel like Bridge, I don't, don't want to mess with Bridge. If she says it's not ska, I agree with her. Uh, we might have to post a Twitter poll. We will post a Twitter poll. And I mean, 100% not ska is crazy, Bridge. I'm sorry. I did that they're, they're not ska at all. I feel like they're absurd. like ska influ like ska ish. Ska adjacent. Okay, but maybe they're thirty percent ska then. I mean, I just like they're not at all ska. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Um, she also said to me a boyfriend, and then wanted an insertion of Saved by the Bell catcalls. So here you go, Sarah. <laughs> That was the live studio audience, actually, that we have for this podcast. Correct. We actually bring 100 to 150 people in here to listen to us record. You guys don't get to see any of this. <laughs> when we get Patreon, that'll be part of it. That'll be, if you fly here, you can sit here quietly and watch us record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Ryan has invited people to our home before. So. Well, they wanted to come. That person probably doesn't listen anymore because she got yeah. freaked out. Hmm. All right, that's all I got. Should we get into the pod? We should. We shall. So I had to note that they have gone from Washington to Louisiana. 
So they're hitting both our old stomping grounds. Yeah. Well, I really don't think Louise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yes. Yours and then mine. You're right. I mean, even though I had never been to Scamania before. <laughs> but general vicinity. Scamania. Scamania <laughs> and then Nerlands. Nerlands, as I like to call it. Though, I mean, the boys were very close to getting to that level of like, <laughs> this is like classic Nerlands right here. New Orleans. Or as it's correctly pronounced, Nerlands. Well, I feel like the one who was doing it the most was Aaron. Yes. And like, is Who's he... supposed to be from there? I don't yeah. know. Because he was like, I've spent so much time here, but she's meeting his family in Houston. And his tag says that he's from, I want to say like San Diego or Santa Barbara. PB. He's yeah, from he's from, that's what, <laughs> that's what Brayden meant. <laughs> He was like, hey, lost boy, meet me on your turf. Yeah, Aaron was intolerable with all this, like, I know New Orleans I stuff. I loved that moment when Dotton comes in and he's like, we were in this really cool race. The uh, And Aaron's like, the Crescent City Classic. Yeah, it has every year. It happens every year. Ever ever heard of it? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, he said that he wants uh, to show Cherry around the city that made him a man. So here's the thing. I went back and forth on this a little bit. Do you think there's like, if you were on The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. or if yeah. I was on The Bachelor, would you feel particularly like slighted if the if you went to if the the gang went to Seattle and you didn't get chosen for that date? Yeah. I think so. You would? Yeah. I mean, I was like, why? Because I was kind of like, why is he making such a big deal out of it? Like, just because you've, I guess I, I, I would feel that way if we went to Shreveport. Sure. But to me, it's like, just because you're going to New Orleans and Aaron happens to be from there, it doesn't mean that she's like obligated to choose you for a one-on-one, especially in the week before hometowns when those one-on-ones are very like precious commodities. They are precious commodities, but count. So she just clearly really likes Dotton and just gave him another one-on-one. Yeah. Dot- which I'm totally Pretty behind. sure Dotton is winning yes, this Yes, right, thing, yeah. So. He is winning this like they won that race. Um, actually, they didn't win that race. But, um, no, I would feel a little bit annoyed. But all you would do is take her to the Port of Subs. She would love it. Get a number five with barbecue sauce. That's the key is you got to put barbecue sauce on your number five. <laughs> I kind of feel like it's the opposite where it's like, I want to, like that to me is what the hometown date is for. And in a week like this week, almost like clearly Aaron would have been really obnoxious on this date because he would have been like giving all of his insider knowledge. Let me explain New Orleans to you. Let me mansplain it in a respectably serious way. It's pronounced poor boy charity. <laughs> Actually, if, if Ryan's mom went on this date, she could also give the correct pronunciation of poor. Many people think it's po' boy. Right. It's poor boy. It's poor boy. I actually, I thought of you this morning because I went to the, um, Bank. went to the post Mailbox. office. Yeah. Yeah. And it said, get a P.O. box. And I was like, no, it's, it's, it's poor box. Poor box. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I would be annoyed. I mean, think about like Braden and how happy he was. Because also the wrinkle on that day was like, you get to do something that you've always wanted to do in your hometown. Yeah. That you didn't get to do. No, I mean, I get... I do, I guess, understand where his frustration is coming from, but I also 100% understand Charity's inclination to not choose him this week. 
Perhaps both sides are right. Perhaps there's a room for multiple competing perspectives. Perhaps here. like Joni Mitchell, I've seen the world from both sides now. <laughs> It's Cloud's illusions, I recall. <laughs> I really don't know Cloud's at all. <laughs> I, I'm not as familiar with that tune. It's I couldn't a sing it. Merge. Yeah, you do. Sing it. Do, 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 to say I love you right out loud. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I get this near perfect I've replica of it. I've Cloud's that way. Come on. It also crosses over into my favorite movie. I've looked at clouds from both sides now from up and down still somehow it's cloud illusions I recall I really don't know clouds Greece. No. Greece? Sound of music. No. No. Keep going. <laughs> Center stage. Keep going. Nope. Um, this sweating. is why we got Ryan divorced. Is sweating. <laughs> it's hot in here. <laughs> You've got mail. Oh, right. The, the movie that we've Key talked about a hundred times on this show. Yep. Yeah. Well, I would we'll play know a little this better, but that. I just can't help myself. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> All right, so um, Tanner is also feeling How overlooked. How did we get there? Why are we... Oh, because uh, both sides. Both sides. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. Tanner is feeling overlooked, which is correct because I didn't realize Tanner was still on this program. General comment? Like, yeah. how the fuck are we already at hometown? No, uh, they have blown <laughs> through this season, Yeah, right? I still feel like I don't even, like, I could not pick Tanner out of the entire group of, like, eight guys that are there, and somehow he's still there? I Well, he's one of those guys we've talked about, these guys before, who just kind of fly under the radar for a while by yeah. not causing a scene. He reminds me a little bit of, a, what's the manager from um, the other two? And, uh, oh, like that. I like him. That he didn't remind guy. me of him. Ken. Okay. Ken, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ken Marino. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I, no, I didn't There's see that. There's a little bit. But... Ken Marino could play Tanner in a pinch. He does remind me of someone. I think it's just every single guy I went to college with. Um, and 20 other Bachelor yeah, contestants. It's every student we ever have that has a name that starts with a J. Jared, Josh, Jonathan, Jacob. Jonas. Jarrett. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't understand where the time has gone, both in my own life and in this season. Uh, I, I feel like we went from like 30 guys to 15 to four. Well, a bunch of them died on that bus ride. Yeah, I mean, they must have. Like, <laughs> when they took that bus ride to San Diego yeah, and the thing rolled over. They, yeah, several just died. tossing bodies out of the bus. <laughs> right onto the PB. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, but I mean, I don't really mind it because I do feel like now the four that are left are the correct four. Yes, for it's sure. It's just weird to have guys like Aaron, or I'm sorry, like uh, Tanner and 
Sean around. And for me as a viewer, I'm like, what the fuck is Sean talking about that he's like falling in love with her? Like, how does he even know her name? Well, he is in the process Mm. of falling in love with Mm -hmm. her, which is a new one as far as I'm concerned and the most formal of like, I have submitted a form (laughs) to begin the process of falling in love with you. I have applied. by the provost. (laughs) Jesse has to stamp off on it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, they're in New Orleans. They uh, all together and then separately find a way to say laissez les bon temps rouler. <laughs> Good, guys. Good. I don't think I could say that. Oh, come on. Laissez les bon oh. temps la rouler. <laughs> Pretty close. I have to make that face to yeah. les rouler. Oh, la it's almost as bad la. as some of my singing faces. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. All right. Um, so a horse-drawn carriage pulls up when, uh, stereotypically, they're enjoying some beignets <laughs> and cafe au lait. <laughs> <laughs> what a time in New Orleans. I did like it that they weren't brave enough to go to Café du Monde. They go to, like, Café Beignet. <laughs> <laughs> the knockoff. It's like yeah. the cafe outside of the Westin. <laughs> um, Joey gets a one-on-one. Yes, he does. And thus starts Aaron B.'s long plight over the course of the episode to just feel really jilted. I believe Aaron is the one who said this week has been a lot of ups and downs. Mostly downs. Yeah, he's such a like... What a downer. I mean, he's gone from respectably serious to just kind of uh, buzzkill serious. He's a, he's a real dandy too have you noticed that uh-uh. like he's kind of a fancy boy oh yeah. real? well new orleans should have suited him well i feel like he's a dandy he's a real fancy boy <laughs> well yeah no. no well he's from there he reminds me a little bit of um who's the guy on 30 rock one of the writers oh yeah twofer yes yeah, yeah. yeah he could yeah that <laughs> that actor could play uh, him yes. yes okay so tanner is lamenting the fact that He's not where he wants to be leading up to hometowns. And he says it might be too late. (laughs) Yes, and correct it is, actually. Not even it might be. Yeah, how did you feel as a Louisianan about Joey? Louisianian. Louisianian? Louisianian. I think you're right. I needed that extra I in there. I didn't put it in there. About Joey and Charity State. Uh, I felt great about all the louisiana stuff uh people who think that they should be writing poetry on the spot as a job can suck my dick (laughs) that is the dumbest thing well i hate that act first of all that guy's gonna be replaced by chat gpt in (laughs) three months (laughs) correct that actually was a robot (laughs) meat mope (laughs) i wanted to hear the poem uh, we well, lucky for you, I wrote the entire thing down. Oh, did he? Okay, read it to me. Hold my hand, hold my past and future. I sink into you without thinking. It's so easy, I'm scared. Could it really be like this? Caught in the wind, letting it take us wherever it needs. I see myself in your eyes, like I've always been there. Like my heart was always searching for your words to make me sing. So hold my hand. I feel the sky breaking open. This is our chance to breathe and be everything. It's actually not terrible. I was going to say, is that from the Iowa Review? Did they publish that? <laughs> it's from the New Yorker. <laughs> 
Did you? They didn't read that whole thing, right? Uh, yeah, they obviously did. How would I have it written I don't, down? I thought you like wrote down the um, like from the like transcribed. They read it, from it the page. and I paused it okay. so that I could. So you could no, get no, no, the whole no. They thing. read the whole okay. thing, but I had to read the closed caption. And gotcha. yeah, no, it was a okay. process. It was a process. You're I'm, welcome, Earth. What would you give that poem? If Honestly, if I got in. that from a student, yeah, fine. I mean, it's a fi- like a B plus. No, I give it a, I give it an A for effort. Sure, uh, it yeah. needs more imagery. I was it's, gonna say one the of the same things thing. that we talk about is like a balance between ideas and imagery. Yes, and I think the ideas are there, but you know what? We got wind. We got holding a hand. A hand. Yeah, yeah. No, the imagery that I had the same thought when I was listening to yeah. it. Can you read the line about thinking again? Uh, that's all of them. What thinking? <laughs> that like I fall into you without thinking. I sink into you without thinking. Nice internal yes. rhyme. Well, I was gonna say it should have then gone to it's all over when I start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over when I go out drinking. Oh, <laughs> just throw a little Cypress Hill in there. <laughs> Blame it on the alcohol. Insane in the membrane. Got you feeling loose. <laughs> this loose goose has got you feeling loose over here. Uh, um, so yeah, uh, Joey says it's a hundred percent. This is what I'm going to do when I quit my job in academia. Go down to Big Spring Let's Park. Set up shop. Yeah. I feel like my stuff might be a little dark for the general public. I taste. think you might uh, find a particular niche though. Like, Hey, do you want a real buzzkill of a poem? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had that poem that I loved about like the pollen on the skeletons in like a cave in Iraq. It was in your theme. Like it had a great image and I feel like that's the kind of image. What? Yeah. Go back and read your thesis again. Huh. Well, um, no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, but, huh. uh, How about that? Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying that's the kind I of I always image. loved your academic article <laughs> on Kyrios. <laughs> Kairos. The Greek right. notion of the opportune moment. Yep. Represented was... by the Greek god Kairos, who has an Elvis-style forelock. I loved it. Yeah, you loved it. <laughs> yeah. You were very, very moved by it. Hmm. Um, yeah. So this is that little area where they got their poem written though is where nick and i got our fortunes told both in 2002 and, and then in again 2021 and what yes. did she tell you in 2021 the guy was in, it 2020 no it was 2021, it was 2021. the guy in 2002 a male fortune teller a ma- a move not move over it's Shh, not just for ladies man. anymore hashtag me too <laughs> Hashtag not all men. He's really breaking the glass ceiling, the, the yeah. crystal ball of fortune telling. Uh, said that Nick was going to open a bike shop, which is a very specific prediction. Also likely not to be true. And uh, also did not happen. Doesn't Nick have one of those electric bikes? He so does, he doesn't even yes. ride a real bike. <laughs> but in 2021, the guy, also a guy mm-hmm. who's had, he referred to himself as they because he has a bunch of spirits surrounding him. Sure. Uh, Just we. all the time. He said we. He's Same. like we. Yeah. yeah. Um, he said, we want you to tap into your teddy bear energy instead of your Guido energy. Is what he told That's me. That's what they told you? That's what the the the, the various spirits surrounding Teddy man. bear instead of Guido. Yes, I had a real Guido energy and I need to tap into I mean, a teddy bear I energy. I see both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm 100% Guido energy Yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's. I feel like uh, I would say the opposite. 
Oh, yeah, same. I mean, yeah. it's almost like this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially at that exact moment in my life, I think what I needed was the Guido energy and, and you not found the it, teddy bear energy. <laughs> so on the night date, uh, Charity asks Joey how he feels about being in an interracial relationship. And I liked his answer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've talked about how anytime someone gives just like, I think it'll be great. That was the Katie mm-hmm. Thurston. Katie Thurston. Answer we call like, that the Katie Thurston. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just make some lunches and be a mama bear. Yeah. Like, okay. Because she was like my past relationship, the guy like wasn't ready for. He thought he was. Right. He wasn't. When yeah. she said basically like it was great for us but then you know it was always a struggle and so and that eventually that kind of wore the relationship down and he says I don't think it's something I'll be able to learn until we conquer it together I like Joey I think he's gonna be second well I think there's a lot of speculation that Joey will be the bachelor oh the bachelor which I think is a good choice yeah yeah Um, I like that yeah I mean I think it's pretty clear that Dalton is gonna take this I love him he's great and they're great together I mean this is like how this show is actually supposed to work yes and just as an aside like Aaron is a little bit of a buzzkill sometimes but this is a solid top four this is I think it was maybe Tasha's season where like the last four guys were all actually we were really like good. we like all of them yeah yeah and I think it's kind of it's almost like boat. the women do a better job at just choosing decent decent contestants uh, What's going on with oh, that the notepad? Oh, the notepad. I wanted <laughs> I to make my sure. Notepad. No, my legal notes. pad. <laughs> my tiny legal pad. I wanted to make sure I have the right page. I didn't tear off last week's notes. Do you buy those smaller legal pads so that you feel enormous? Yes, because I'm like, look at me. Look, look upon my hands. notepads, ye mighty, and despair. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I like these are all good guys. I don't think that Aaron and Xavier, I think she and Xavier would be fine. But like these all seem like normal nice people i agree but don't speak too soon you yourself uh should know after watching this episode you can never predict what's gonna happen i think you can sometimes predict what's going to happen well i'll be very disappointed if dotton ends up imploding because i like him a lot oh yeah and i think he hasn't had any missteps at all so how about the scene did you watch the previews for next week I did, but I wasn't paying that much attention. I'll well, I mean, I guess that's the whole episode. Yeah. But Joey's dad is like, do you get the, have you seen the real Joey? Oh, Who's yeah. the real Joey? No, I did. I saw that. Yes. Um. So Joey says, I'm falling in love with you. And Charity says off in a in an interview, not back to Joey, but she says, I'm falling in love with him. Um, she obviously says he nothing but happy tears. Yeah. 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 You'll only cry those happy tears. And as the time turns the page, (laughs) my love won't age at all. And I swear. Are we singing the... We're singing, version, uh, no, the we're singing no, we're singing the all for one R and B version. Okay. Yeah, right. clearly. Just wondering. Yeah. I feel clearly. like well, yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you can easily tell which version I'm singing by the strength <laughs> of my singing voice, which has been commented on many times by our reviewers. Positively. <laughs> um, Sean and Tanner get a card that says it's time to get clarity. Meet me in the bayou. 
it's charity. T- well, I was going to say they should have pl- hit the rhyme a little harder. The the street poet should have written well, it's this because Braden's not here. Yeah. <laughs> so the spoken word is spoken wordedness of the uh, show has kind of disappeared. Time for clarity with charity. I love meet me in the bayou though. Meet as, me uh, in the bayou. In the bayou. It sounds like the beginning of like a Zydeco song or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. So yeah, despite Ryan's strong claim that this show doesn't do two-on-ones anymore ladies and gentlemen we are on a two-on-one date it's been a while Uh, it's been a minute not that long i mean i think it was clayton so that's why you gotta love this show it just it constantly surprises it's uh, expect the unexpected Um, the guys are both kind of mad that they've been put in this position, but like, I get it again. She wasn't going to give them a one-on-one, uh, basically this is kind of like a mini group date. So they're all going on a swamp tour to get, to, to look at alligators. Mm -hmm. Um, Charity says she's trying to figure out who will be a good boyfriend versus who's going to actually be a good husband. It's a good question. I'm not sure you can figure that out. Yeah. On a swamp Just on tour. a swamp tour? Yeah, no, your husband material and your boyfriend material. Clearly, well, she should have jumped in by the gators and see who would jump in Who's going to wrestle that gator? Yeah, who's going to wrestle that gator down? Uh, again, this Bayou man, I didn't catch his name, but yeah. he made the date for me. He was like, whoa, you all got... Two of you with the warm warm. It was basically being hosted by that firefly from uh, from the Princess and the Frog. <laughs> what you got to one woman and the two men? Uh, you're going to Shreveport. <laughs> oh, these gators are having sex. <laughs> Sometimes the big ones eat the little ones. Yeah. So I oh, and when uh, they were like, "Can we feed them?" and he's like, "One time you can." <laughs> Let's see. I mean, basically, the date goes... I feel like this episode was... We discussed before we sat down. There wasn't that much going on. To me, it seemed really clear that definitely Sean and Tanner were not going to cut it. Yeah. They don't. I mean, she kind of talks to both of them. um, And, like, Sean... I felt like Sean was really pushing it. Yeah, he wanted it too bad. He mentioned a few times that he was, like, going to win this competition. That's never the approach. You know it's not. But I'm surprised he didn't win with that story about gators on his golf course back home. I mean, that's a winning (laughs) story. He's from Tampa. Give him a pass. I mean, again, it's like there... He just... He came... He wanted it too bad. He was a little desperate. He was a little thirsty. Yeah. I didn't find him desperate... Uh, I felt like he was maybe not there for the right reasons. I just feel like he wanted to stay just because he wanted to stay. No, he's in the process of falling in love with Charity. Right, also that he was yes. deeply in love with her. Yes, right, <laughs> Be- because of the significant time they've spent together. All right, they um, go to the crawfish yeah. boil. Yes, yeah. yeah, I believe it's pronounced bowl. <laughs> crayfish I bowl. I believe it's called craydads. <laughs> <laughs> Some craydaddies. You got um, a jibble shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible Cajun oh. accent. There's a, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles character that's an alligator. Shockingly, I'm not aware of Leatherhead, this. who okay. has just like a preposterous, like Cajun, Cajun accent. accent. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, get them turtles. <laughs> Don't they live in New York City? Yeah, but he, you know, they bring him in from out of town. Yeah, Sometimes from the down normal, south. They yeah. bring him in from Nerlands. <laughs> the normal mutants can't cut He him, rode so a they steamboat gotta... <laughs> up the, Missis, the mighty Mississippi. 
now um it what there is a moment where we're after the cray daddy bowl um <laughs> charity kisses sean right in front of tanner well sean comes up and is like i'll see you later i feel like sean is like uh the pretty boy in like an 80s movie he's who is it in Pretty in Pink? And then later he's in Baby Boom, and he's kind of I mean, I know he, he could definitely be like an '80s. But who's character. that actor? James Spader. Right? Oh, a James Spader type. Well, no, but in Pretty a in young, Pink. Okay, a young James, a young Spader. Yeah. Yeah. Is that who that is? I am not getting Spader vibes at all, but I know creepy Spader more. Uh, no. Look, it even kind of looks okay, like. Okay, let him. me see. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. They do have the side-by-side, too, yes. of Spader then and Spader now. And, like, the rich boy attitude. Yes. Yep. In Tampa, on my golf course, there's alligators everywhere. I make them into leather goods and sell them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically. Yeah, um, no, they're protected so they can grow as big as they want. He tells us. <laughs> Just like my dick. <laughs> It's also real leathery. Oh, <laughs> this big one eats the smaller ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can feed it one time, but that's all. <laughs> How much sex has that guide had with those alligators? <laughs> I think those two alligators are like, get over here, buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sean like kisses her a bunch right in front of Tanner. He does. And poor, I did feel bad for Tanner because yeah. I actually liked him. I just feel like you got to give a little more if you're going to stay in the show. Right, right. And yeah, he's just not, he's not even like paradise material, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. I think he's just, just sitting in the background. He's a real material. norm. <laughs> he's a normie. But then Charity says, uh, sweetie boy. After She's like, that was so sweet. Why is he so sweet? I don't think he's that sweet. He's not that sweet. But it really seemed like she was leaning towards him the whole uh, time. I, f- I could tell that they were editing it to make it look that way. So I actually, I knew that Sean was going to go home. I was a little, I was like, uh, maybe Tanner will like somehow eke this out. But he didn't. He pull, He does not pull through. No. Yeah, no, and she made the right call. I mean, if you can't pick between two guys... As we already said. Well, I think if you can't pick between... So basically, she keeps them a little longer. Um, She says that she's not handing out a rose at the end of the two-on-one date night. She says, I'm grateful for both of you. I hope with the remainder of our time here, we all get what we came for. Uh, they do not. They don't. Neither one of these guys <laughs> She should have just sent them home. Yes, of course. Well, but... and this is already going to make Tanner even more insecure after he had that girlfriend when they got into one little argument and she flew down to Florida. What's that about? Like, Something... that does not add up, Tanner. No, it doesn't. Like, boy, I told her to load the dishes differently and she just hightailed it off to Florida. He's like, what a way to get ghosted. <laughs> yeah, correct, yeah. Tanner. Yes, it is. We got in one little fight. My girlfriend got scared. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Pennsylvania yeah. too. There's uh there's definitely something to that story. One thousand percent. Tanner's ex girlfriend, uh, call us. Yeah, come on the give show. Give us the give us the scuttlebutt. <laughs> That's got all Yeah, we will give you free reign to say whatever you want. Oh, I thought Ryan with was no say, legal implications. We will give you free room and board <laughs> in this massive house that Ryan lives in now. Uh, also that. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. Question. Okay. Do you think that Charity Question? and Dotton 
How far did they run? No fucking way did they run a marathon. They're not even trying to pretend that. But they they did it in two hours and 40 minutes. Did they run a half? They claim it's a half, but I thought it was a 10K. Because, I mean, they're literally stopping. Did it take them two hours and 40 minutes to run six miles? Well, but they didn't really run. Yeah, okay. And then, I mean, we need to look up what this Crescent City Classic is. Do they offer, does this race offer a 10K, a half marathon, and a marathon? I would imagine. I mean, because they drank, they ate oysters, they talked to people about their marriages along the way. two hours and 40 minutes is still pretty fast if you're stopping to drink and right. eat. And I was real happy when I ran my first half in like 225. Yeah, And I did not right. eat oysters but or But then drink. you ran your fastest half in under two hours. I didn't. I, I thought never, you did. No, I never got a sub I thought two. you got that one. Mm-mm. Did you get really close? I got really close. Mm. I got like 202. You're yeah. going to have to sign up for another one. I know. God, I'm sure I'm not as fast as <laughs> I even was then. No, so. I, bet, I bet you would. I feel like you could do that. I didn't get my, that was my sabbatical run and I trained for it. And, and then they get, canceled it. Though. Oh, your sabbatical. The sabbatical was my short one. Okay. The, the, the one I ran the fastest. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she and he, they seem to be having a great time. They're wearing Mardi Gras-themed tutus. Mm-hmm. And, yes. And, uh, yeah, having a great time. Uh, she, Charity says that she is a smitten kitten. She just clearly really likes him. Oh, yeah, for sure. And great. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, an old man says the secret to a happy marriage is yes, dear. Correct. I why our like marriage failed. I Actually, tried that's that. not true. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I might disagree with that yeah, guy. I feel I like I was a little that. too much yes, yeah, dear. Yeah, yeah sometimes, a little too much teddy bear. Sometimes some people need to be told no. Yes, sometimes <laughs> uh, you need more Guido energy a little bit and of less pushback. teddy bear energy. <laughs> um, yeah, at the night date, he says that um, this was like sad and sweet that when he's really wanted something and gone for it in the past, that he has fell, fallen flat on his face before. Oh. And so he really wants charity, but he said there's a fear of failure there for him. Um, but that he's going for it anyway, because your girl is worth it. Yeah. And he also says he is falling in love. Mm-hmm. He yeah. says, my heart is pretty much screaming that I'm definitely falling in love with you at this point. If your heart Whoa. is screaming, Rawr. call a doctor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you might want to get that looked at. Call Dr. Nick Vial. <laughs> <laughs> Psychotherapist and heart surgeon. And then Charity says, I feel like I got electrocuted, but in the best way. The, but you know how when you get electrocuted, but it's like great. Yeah. As opposed to when you get electrocuted and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Sean... Gets all mad. He storms out when they uh, when he like realizes that he's not getting a, another date or another opportunity, and so he goes to Charity's door. Well, it's great timing because Aaron says if she throws a rose on Dotton's chest, all hell is gonna break loose. And it does at that very moment. Yes. Guess who walks in? Guess who's throwing a big hissy fit? Yeah, because uh, he can't get to the golf course on time as an '80s prepster. So. I do I mean Xavier says he's worried that Sean might do something crazy uh, which he doesn't and I will say I do understand Sean and Tanner's um, like frustration and confusion at this point it always hits this point where some people have been given multiple one-on-ones before other contestants have even had one 
clearly, if you haven't gone a one-on-one at this point, Robin, back me up here, but I'd love for you to crunch some numbers. Has there ever been a case where someone didn't get a one-on-one like this far along in the show and then, and then they still did hometown. well? Like no fucking yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I get it. The The listener could not see me vigorously yes, nodding. Vigorous at nods. Anna's points. Correct. Yes, um, dear. But yeah. <laughs> yes, co-host. Um, but I agree again, everyone, I get why Aaron, or I'm sorry, not Aaron, I'm why Sean and Tanner are so frustrated, but I also get why Charity did this. And I think he did what put them on, didn't take them either on a one-on-one. No, I get that too, but Mm -hmm. it just seems like just cut them. Yeah. You know, (laughs) well, Sean just goes and cuts himself. Basically. I didn't like when she was, when he was like, we've got a connection and she's like, other connections are stronger. And he like tries to argue that the connection is like, what is she? She's going to be like, all right, I guess you can stay. You're right. You have some PowerPoint slides on this. Do you have some data on this? And that did feel pretty desperate. It, It felt too desperate. And so he gets sent home. So that's good. Well, he says, I feel heartbroken. I tried mm-hmm. everything I could to express how I felt. No, you expressed it. She just didn't reciprocate. <laughs> you expressed it like our dog expresses her anal glands sometimes. That dog is dead. <laughs> that's a tough joke. <laughs> oh, smell Oh, smell wheeze. Pour one out for smell wheeze. What, did you smell like shrimp down sometimes? What, did you get a little nervous on the way to pick honey up from the airport <laughs> and express your anal glands? <laughs> and we said, why does it smell so bad? <laughs> um, what a great dog. Great dog. Best dog. Yeah. Cover your ears, Ranger. No, Ranger knows. I say that to Ranger. Yeah. A You're lot. a bad dog. Yeah, you, Eloise was a you, better sir, dog. Are than no you are no Eloise. Yeah. <laughs> Eloise has never bitten Aww. anyone. Actually, she did. She did. But, she yeah. bit some, but it was she's still the best. Yeah. yeah. Somehow she overcomes that. So they go on a group date. Um, Charity says all the guys on the group date are strong, and she can't predict what's going to happen today. It's Xavier, Aaron, and Tanner. So she pulls Aaron to chat first, and um, he says that this has been one of the hardest weeks of his life, not being able to show this young lady the magic of Nerlens. All around Nerlens, the town that he Mm -hmm. loves that made him a man. Mm -hmm. Imagine how quickly he would have run that Crescent City classic. (laughs) Well, he would have because he would have known all the Nerland shortcuts. <laughs> he would have known all the you back alleys. This, you take this rue and yeah. you go this way. You take a shortcut through Marie Laveau's voodoo <laughs> house. You turn past the Fleur de Lis. <laughs> Don't get stuck drinking a hurricane. <laughs> The guys all kind of assume that Aaron is getting the rose mm-hmm. on his date, and they are correct. Yes. Sometimes you can yep. make correct assumptions Sometimes about assumptions what's going to happen. Sometimes assumptions are okay to yeah. make. Um, she pulls Tanner, and I thought like they actually had a sweet talk. Um, like... Again, I like Tanner. I just think it's really clear on this date that he's not getting the rose. Xavier was tougher. Sure. Because yeah. I, I halfway thought that she was just not going to give that last rose uh-huh, out. Just do three hometowns? That yeah. would be controversial. Um, Xavier, to me, is hard to pin down. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, he's seen, I like him fine. I mean, I was won over by the knitting and the science. Yeah, sure. You know? Of course. So, that cardigan that he's wearing. Oh, yeah. Okay, Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, 
old cardigan. And when I felt like a flashy new cardigan. <laughs> Under someone's bed. That was a fancy cardigan. Savior put me on and said I was his oh, favorite. Um, um, I mean, I I don't know. I don't have strong. I have a g- general positive vibes towards Xavier, but I don't know him. I feel mm-hmm. like I don't know him as well as yeah. Joey or Dalton. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Tanner doesn't get picked, obviously. And he says, we gave this everything we've got. And that's what hurts the most. What did hurts he? the most? I was going to make that reference myself. I'm glad you did. But also, look at this photograph. <laughs> That's a it's different like band man. and okay. a different song. One is Nickelback and one is Rascal Flats. Oh, yeah. What hurts the most is yeah, Rascal, is Rascal Flats? Flats. Yeah. What is? I thought one was Creed. What does <laughs> no, Creed sing? Creed sings with arms wide open. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Which yeah. one dated Avril Lavigne? Nickelback. I think Nickelback. And Nickelback <laughs> is, is a whole band. She didn't date the whole band. I believe she yes, dated she did. <laughs> Chad Kroger of Nickelback. Chad Kroger. Chad Kroger. Um, it, to be fair, to get the chronology right, she gives Aaron that rose. Right. She gives Aaron a rose first. And then there's still one more rose left to give. This kind of messed me up because I was like, yeah. wait, are we having a rose ceremony or we're just doing this live? We're just doing it live. Live and in color. Um, yeah, so Aaron gets a rose. I assume he just gets to like go home. Right, like see ya. And yeah. that guy waiting with the suitcases is like, here you go. He goes to Pat O'Brien's. <laughs> um no, he wouldn't go. He would go somewhere that only a local. Only would the go. locals know. We've about never this even place. heard of he it. He would go to that stray cat bar that you threw up. Where I threw up, of. and he'd be like, yep. "This is where Ryan threw up in 2007." First in front trip of Anna's that he parents. took with Anna's family, and yeah. look where we are. Look what happened. Is we anybody surprised? <laughs> should have known. All right, so yeah, I mean, the chronology was a little strange to me too because it was off. Then um, she dumps Tanner. Right. And then, and he says, that girl deserves the world, man. She's so special. Aww. Aww. I do like Charity. I think Charity's great. Char- I do too. Again, this episode I found a little more boring, but I have That wasn't her fault. No, I was going to say, it's nothing that's... It's what happens when we don't have the spice of Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> that extra, he's the really the cilantro of yeah. the show. I mean, what's he New Orleans without little... that Jesse Palmer <laughs> Cajun kick? <laughs> Speaking his Canadian French everywhere. <laughs> it uh, really blends with no- with Nerland's French. Yeah. Um, Actually, I'm shocked that he didn't come because we know he does love a chance to show off his French. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. God, this guy. Um, yeah, so Charity then goes to Xavier's his room? His, <laughs> where is he? I mean, I'm They're so still on like, their date, I okay. think. I think. I was so turned around at this point. Oh, it's that's yeah. the that's the beauty of Nerland. <laughs> it's like a beautiful It's like a labyrinth. hallucination that I'm experiencing. <laughs> you drink all that absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> um and but she goes to Xavier and she's like I just sent Tanner home, and I only have I have one rose to give out, and quite frankly, I don't have to give this. The rose quite out. frankly got me. I was like, "Are we being scolded for like staying out too late?" Right. I feel like she kind of went into like 
angry teacher mode. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Quite frankly, I don't have to give this rose out. Yeah. Which she does a little like little bait and switch. Even she does mm-hmm. this a couple times because she like picks up the rose for the Tanner she's Sean like, two uh, on uh, one. You want it? Do and you then want she's it? like, oh, got to put this girl back down again. <laughs> she held it over Sean's head. She said, if you can touch it, you can have it. <laughs> can you grab it? Got the rose. Got the rose. <laughs> Um, she says, I don't have to give this rose out, but it's something I want to do. I want to meet your family. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like we've got these, uh, hometowns coming up that are going to be interesting or not. We'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. The previews made it look interesting, but I also feel like the editing, like you mentioned that scene where he's like, do you know the real Joey? And then the and follow-up And then he's going to be like, he's a lovable Yeah, goofball. he's just so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, any other comments about uh, this New Orleans poor boy date? I got oh, nothing. Man. I'm Sean sure Aaron t- could weigh in on it. Sean but... and Tanner are the poor boys here. <laughs> I see the questions in your eyes. I know what's weighing on your mind. You can be sure I know my Cause I stand beside you through the years You'll only cry those happy tears And though I make mistakes I'll never break your heart And I swear by the moon and the stars and the sky I'll be there, I swear, like the shadow that's by your side, I'll be there, for better or worse, till death do us part, I'll love you with dreams with these two hands we'll hang some memories on the walls and when and when just the two of us are there you won't have to ask if I still care cause as the time turns the page my love 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.